Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of the Quack Report, where the color of our walls matches the color of our emotions. Because we suck. Nate, how's it going today? Yeah, we probably shouldn't leave that much dead air if people are just listening <laughs> to the podcast today. They're going to be like, what the fuck happened to my phone? I'm doing all right. How about you, bud? Honestly, I thought you froze, but I wasn't totally sure because you were just sitting like super still. <laughs> I was just that dead inside. That's all it is. No, I'm kidding. We'll, we'll get into uh, it, but uh, just to before getting into it, I, I'm not disappointed in this game, honestly. No, no, no. So. That was just a joke uh, because yeah. like, I was looking at our walls when we were <laughs> briefly chatting before we got in here, and they are a very depressing colors. Yeah, but, yeah, you're well. You're you're back home right now. Uh, yeah. in your your My old room that's bedroom. now been repainted. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They, and they got sick of looking at the bright orange and navy blue. So it's, yeah, uh, and uh, it's just a nice normal gray. <laughs> there you go. And I'm not going to lie, I'm in my bedroom right now. So I've set up like a makeshift desk here because my desk is out of commission at the moment, uh, mm -hmm. getting a new one. And I sold the last one after we did our last show. Mm -hmm. uh, so I didn't exactly have a place to do it. And the only other place would have been like the kitchen table. But, uh, you know, I want to leave the space to my girlfriend and stuff like that to still watch TV and whatever. So <laughs> Dude, I'm doing, like... <laughs> doing it in the bedroom. <laughs> it's, uh, it's 11 o'clock where we are. Does she not want to go to bed? No, not yet. <laughs> on a on a Wednesday too. No, she's like not just, even an exciting day. She's just watching Gilmore Girls for like the umpteenth time. So okay, well, yeah, you know what? As long as she's just doing her thing. So yeah, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, just want to say off the the top, I'm very sorry if I am very quiet this episode. I'll try and like lean into the mic. I know, I'm like sometimes I just like chill back here. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> this will but, be a relatively <laughs> chill episode for the most part. I can't say for the whole thing, but uh, yeah, we, we tend to get excited, but I, yeah. I need to try not to get excited because my parents are sleeping and they also just got a puppy, which is adorable and Those awesome, you, but the puppy is also sleeping. And if I wake can the you puppy not... up, it's going to scream. <laughs> oh, can you? Oh, I was going to say, can you not get the puppy? We need a puppy reveal. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I have pictures. You have pictures? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> or, do we wanna, or we can save those for, yeah. We'll save those for what's quacking. Yeah. I'm just going to yeah. pull them up so that I don't take forever. So, Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll do that for what's quacking because, you know, <laughs> There's like the the cat tax and the the dog tax. Really, just a pet tax. You know, when you yeah, bring exactly. up a pet on the internet, you have to be able to show pictures. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. But oh. anyways, to you know, tie into the joke I made off the top um, with us being depressed um, <laughs> or feeling gray, I guess <laughs> is how I put it. The uh, yeah, the Ducks dropping their uh, game to the Avalanche here, uh, two nothing, but. Like you said, very solid game. Very little to be upset about. Yeah. Um, so we're definitely going to talk about that. Um, really, actually, we got like a lot of shit to talk about. I was like, oh, we're just going to have the game. Yeah, and, like of and of course, minutes, the I can go to bed at midnight. It'll be perfect. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, of course, it's an episode that we're starting at like just after eleven o'clock local time for us. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Feel bad for if anybody is listening on to this live on the East Coast. Like, you better not work tomorrow because yeah, be, I uh, hope so. <laughs> It's gonna be late. It's already like one a.m. But if you are still, if you are listening to us live though, and you're on like the East Coast or even like an hour ahead of us, like Central Time, thank you very much for that. We're much we're happy to be part of your time. So yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we got uh some rescheduled games to talk about. The All Star Game. We're gonna get into that again. Which that that's the topic we ought to be careful with. I was gonna. <laughs> yeah, I think our uh, I think our last episode title was a little preemptive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were just we were just we, we were. We, uh, Trying to, what's the word? 
Prophesize? Uh, I don't know. Yes, that's the one. Prophesize. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> I was going to say speak it into existence, but there was, there there was like a, yeah. another word because we didn't actually really speak the title. But um, I, I also have a question because I'm just scrolling through the outline because I didn't really look at it beforehand. <laughs> is Are we talking about Drake again on this episode or is this no i just i didn't change that yet (laughs) okay gotcha okay okay. i do i do have things lined up though for what's quacking uh for us so but it's it's not about drake again don't worry there's not another person that's trying to yeah is it anything sex related because we can't have three sex related what's quacking what's quackins in a row it's no okay no not sex related necessarily Allie, uh chiming in here in the comments help us out with our awful yeah, manifest, there you go. trying to manifest that's what we were trying yeah. to say yes <laughs> a prophesized jesus <laughs> what a, well, we think we're like nostradamus or something <laughs> no way <laughs> yes thank you Allie. Oh, we were trying God. to manifest troy terry as an all-star yeah yeah <laughs> oh boy I, I feel like this is why it's more fun when we ha- this is why it's more fun when we have people watching us live because they can chime in like that and just prove how much of idiots we are make us feel dumb yeah <laughs> we say that in the best way possible by the way we're not taking any offense to it obviously no. we we just know we're idiots so yeah it's it's good to it's good to be humbled every once in a while so yeah <laughs> all right well shall we get into uh the game here or is there any other random shit that has popped into your head over the yeah, last yeah let's get into you know, the game days. speaking of uh speaking of humbling i think it kind of goes both ways almost <laughs> that's true yeah so yeah let's get into it So yeah, two nothing. That's definitely not what I thought was going to happen. I think I said like five one or five two as a score prediction last time. Yeah, I thought Griff- it was going to be bad, especially missing Fowler mm-hmm. and Gibson being a question mark. But yeah, even Griffin from the Teledabs It Is podcast because um, they were hosting the live stream. I hopped on there for a couple of minutes actually just to say hi and stuff. Oh, nice. And even he had predicted like a four two win for Colorado and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I. I didn't even give a score prediction, right? I was just like, this could really yeah. go either way. So just luckily it went a better that, way, but yeah, exactly. Was that like kind of near the beginning of the game or was that like, part? Uh, no, that was, I think the start of the third period or just oh, okay. before that intermission ended. So gotcha. Yeah. Cause I, the, I hopped on just kinda, for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. The Avs definitely picked it up in the second half of the game there. Obviously that's when they, um, when they scored their goal, like right at the end of the second. And, and then, yeah, the third period was, a lot more whatever I, what I expected from the whole game. Hello, Marcus. Nice to see you here. Hey. Uh, saying hey in the comments. Um, so, what was I saying? I got distracted by Marcus. I was like, oh, Marcus, <laughs> I haven't seen this guy in a while. Um, yes, Marcus, this is live. Uh, <laughs> Wednesdays <laughs> yes, are live. live. Sundays are pre recorded. Yeah. Well, Monday. Yeah. Or Monday episodes. Mondays yeah. They'd see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we record on Sundays, exactly. So, um, so yeah. What? Uh, which we do. For those of you who don't know, the ones we record on Sundays, we do the video at um, seven o'clock Pacific time on Mondays. So after the episode comes out, normally, of course. But um, we don't want to, you know, premiere the video at like nine a.m. when most people are working on Mondays. So we do yeah. it in the evening, and uh, yeah, you can check out. Obviously, if you comment anything, it's not going to get brought up because it's not live. But you can you know, interact with the other people that are in the chat room and 
yeah. stuff like I that. pulled I'd actually pulled it up the other night and was just kind of had it on in the background as I was doing homework and I was commenting yeah. to a couple people. So somebody had brought up oh, the nice. that's good. like the the Moon Knight trailer that had come out and I was just oh, like, yeah. yeah, that thing was fucking awesome. So Yeah, I I, di- I didn't even know that it dropped. I saw it today on YouTube and I was like, oh shit. I- that, that's one that I will watch because I'm like interested because I know nothing about it and I want to know like yeah, a little bit. I, so. I'm not like a crazy Moon Knight fan being like, like I enjoy the character. I just am not like a deep dive on it kind of thing. But um, that was a show definitely that when it was announced, I was excited for it. So and mm-hmm. uh, the trailer is definitely living up to my hype. I mean, it's, it's, it's a trailer, but Disney or like Marvel hasn't gone wrong with a TV series yet so far. So. Yeah, no, they've all begun. Pretty confident. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, just to answer your question here, Marcus, uh, that you missed last episode. Yes, we did talk about your mock trade. Uh, to sum it up in a nutshell, it uh, it works for us as Ducks fans, but we don't think Arizona would take it. But um, I think I made a clip of that for uh, for YouTube on. I can't remember when I put it up, but um, you can go, go check, check it out. out. Just that clip. Maybe I didn't. Actually, I might have lied. Either way, the whole video is up there, so you can find it. But um, also, I saw. Marcus commented on our um, on on one of the videos. Oh yeah, it was the full episode video, and he was like summary of the episode: Carter sucks at drinking tea. Nate is an asshole, or Nate is a troll, <laughs> is how he put it. I think. And I was like, what? That's that's like every episode. Yeah, pretty <laughs> Carter, much. Carter sucks. Nate's a troll. There's a couple other things on there too. I meant to send it to you, and I totally forgot. Oh man. Um, but anyways, we got off the on game. a tangent there. We the got from the game to Moon Knight to uh, back to Marcus. And then now we're back to, to the game. To back to the game, yep. To the team, um, yeah. I, I just want to start this off by, you know, again, it's the avalanche. It's either, and especially with the, you know, the roster depletion that we're on right now. Oh, yeah. Two nothing. That's a that's actually a pretty good game, honestly, especially for a depleted roster yeah. taking on well, the fucking Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, exactly. It, it's one nothing. Let's strength. be honest. It, it was a one nothing game. So that's also the first time that the Avalanche have been held to um, less than four goals in oh. their last, like, for nine games previously. Oh, for nine. Yeah, they're going to say in the whole series, in the whole season. I was like. Jesus. No, the, but the last time yeah. they're like their Still last nine games. So like they're uh the last time they didn't score like three or more uh was um January sixteenth here. Or no, wait, sorry, December sixteenth. Oh, wow. Um which was a five two loss to Nashville. So after that mm-hmm. they've had uh four goals, four goals, seven goals, five goals, four goals, uh four goals in a loss. Four goals, five goals, four goals, and then two tonight. That's it. Wow, so, that's impressive. They uh, they said on the yeah, they said on the TNT. That's a win for us, I think. Oh, absolutely, yeah. They said on the TNT broadcast earlier, it was like right in the middle of the game, and it was just kind of like a random comment that like the color commentator put in. But he said that the Avalanche haven't been outshot in any game this season until. I mean, I'm tonight. not surprised. Yeah, but we did Jeez. it. We outshot them tonight. What was the final shots like? It was Thirty ball teams. Yeah, thirty-four to twenty-six or something like that. Uh, I'm just pulling it up here again. Uh, thirty-four to twenty-eight for the Ducks. Thirty-four twenty-eight. Yeah, that's. We I also mean, beat it's, them it's at not the, by a lot, but like still, it's yeah. It's we also beat them at the really. faceoff dot fifty-three point mm-hmm. eight to forty-six point two. I mean, I know in the end, right? It's about the actual like scoreboard win, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. there, there is still a lot of positives to take out of this game. 
we outplayed them in my opinion for like 38 minutes they well, only had two chances but we shut down their power play yeah like that's good <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah for sure i i'm upset that we didn't capitalize on the on our power plays um at all because they were i think going into this like 29th penalty kill in the league so and, and yeah. our power play is fifth so but yeah like like you said like it's a it's great that we shut down their power play but um unfortunately not there or unfortunately our power play couldn't do anything in return otherwise i think that's a game we win so yeah we were also really throwing our body into this game as well 15 hits and 16 blocks which doubled Mm -hmm. the avalanche's blocks yeah we always play the avalanche super super physically and i yeah Um, why can't we do that for every team yeah please that's a a difference dallas buddy we know you listen (laughs) please buddy um I, i think you have to though with like how much like talent they have up front like Mm -hmm. you just have to be that close and just like wear them down otherwise like because if you give them any space then they're gonna make you pay honestly but the thing is they're also a pretty physical team like outside of Taves and Makara on their uh, top defensive pairing like their their back end is just all like big bodies yeah so their back end is a fucking dump truck yeah (laughs) and like honestly I don't even think they have I wouldn't say they have any snipers. I think their entire forward is just power forwards. Like yeah, Nathan McKinnon's power. N- McKinnon forward. would McKinnon would probably yeah. be the closest thing to a sniper. Yeah, but he's and he's not like a, a six foot five, two hundred and seventy eight thousand <laughs> pound. He's sniper. something like, ridiculous, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, like Ranton and Landeskog are comparably smaller, but like they they still play a physical game. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I like it. Like they, they said too, like Gloria and McDermott, that was their fifth fight, like against in their each career. Other. Yeah, uh, or like in their yeah. careers against each other. Like those two hate each other. And Nick Deloria hates mm-hmm. the Colorado Avalanche, and I fucking yeah. love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But like it's it's just so physical. Like that scrum, like near the end with uh, Ranton and and Deloria being taken off. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ali just yeah playing physical. Yeah, I mean talking. <laughs> Uh, talking about that fight yeah absolutely yeah. and that was, that was a, a good that was a that was good a about too that was good oh, yeah. i haven't seen a fight like that honestly in a while not even like not just from since nick delorier but yeah. just for a while Dude, I haven't since seen like the 80s like maybe i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's I, been 84 yeah. years <laughs> they, yeah they were just throwing haymakers at each other and like oh, yeah. the, and the like, linesman kind of walked in he was like you guys no. good and they were like yeah. nope you wait you fucking turn <laughs> Are you guys good? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that was awesome. I uh, I was kind of worried about Delorier because he had uh, looked like he was checking out his hand quite a bit in the box, and then um, he had the ice bag on. He it. had the ice pack. I mean, so did McDermott, but obviously yeah. he continued the rest of the game and was still physical. But I, I mean, mean I, when, when you're when punching you... the back yeah. of the guy's head slash his helmet for what they say the fight was like a minute and five seconds, like obviously yeah, exactly. your hands gonna be sore. So yeah, uh, did you see? It's not necessarily uh anaheim related but just talking about you know the fights and stuff like that uh lucic's hands the other night uh after the calgary ottawa i heard about it but i didn't check it out yeah i'll just send you this picture after but yeah his hands are all like cracked open and like bloody and stuff like that uh because it was him and uh was it sabrin i think uh those two just went at it and i I think sabrin got like one or two good looks in, and then Luigi to just take an over pretty much like uh, just like a man possessed kind of thing. But 
yeah, you know, the guys that that fight in this league, especially, and I mean, even down to the juniors, right, or, uh, you know, the AHL or something like that, like, they they do take a physical toll on themselves in those fights, absolutely. So not yeah. just not just taking the punches, but giving them too. So definite props to those guys, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just noticed Ali's comment here from a couple comments back. TNT broadcasters are not my favorite. What did you think of them? Uh, I like them personally, uh, especially uh, Brennan Burke there. Um, I'm I'm more familiar with Brennan Burke actually more from uh, he does the Premier Lacrosse League uh, broadcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'd even uh, tweeted at one of our buddies, uh, Chris at uh, CJK uh, Chell, because uh, he's a big lacrosse guy too. I was like, I'm getting like PLL vibes here off of this game just with Brennan Burke commentating it. So I personally love his his play by play. Yeah, I don't know. I thought the the rest of it was fine, at least. But okay. um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there there definitely no um, Anaheim broadcasters. I'm I'm blanking on their names right now. Um, I'll say one. Yeah, second. it wasn't a, it wasn't a Bali uh, Bali thing, right? It was a uh, it was on TNT as a national yeah, broadcast yeah. tonight. So yeah, but yeah, exactly. Um, oh yeah, John. Who's the other one? Brian, John, and Brian. Yeah, that's their names. Yeah. Um, I had to look it up. I cheated. So, yeah, no, I, I definitely prefer them. But I don't know. TNT to me, it's like, I, I'm not, I don't really care. I tried to listen to their intermission report in the second intermission and I just like ended up muting it. I was like, this is just like. Okay. The few TNT things that I've watched, it hasn't been horrible. Like I've been, I've been okay with it so far. I mean, obviously don't watch a whole lot of TNT being that we're mm-hmm. up in Canada. Um, yeah. You know, it's for us, it's Sportsnet or, we're streaming with uh with the Bali guys, right? So for mm-hmm. the most part, but the the bits I have seen of the TNT stuff is I've I've enjoyed it so far. But okay, yeah, no, I'm it's all Ali, it's so, all personal yeah, preference yeah, though. I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not that I hated it. I was like, where I was like, oh my god, can we like get an option to turn these guys off or anything? It's just yeah. Wasn't and as much as all these guys have experience, right? It is the the first year of this deal too, right? So eventually yeah. pairings will like really kind of have their flavor and stuff like that right so mm. become good duos that everybody loves to listen to so yeah. who who's the guys that are i always see them on um like in clips on like r slash hockey um i think it's the guys in buffalo that they always just like rip on each other and it's like oh kinda, yeah it's like kind of cringy and i hear that i'm like oh my god like do they actually hate <laughs> each other but apparently it's like all in in good fun and like yeah they're, they're actually like really good friends but they just like rip into each other on the broadcast yeah. like, i i still swear though that the uh the worst broadcast is uh out of out of uh boston oh yeah no. so yeah, i can't remember his name and that's okay right now yeah but that's that's still the worst broadcast so mm-hmm. I, I think I, I like how we're uh, are we are we kind of done with this game it's it was it was a good game it yeah, sucks that we, we lost but okay sounds yeah. good I, I, just well, before actually, we go like, into this actually, broadcasting actually, thing even more. sorry before we really go into the broadcasting thing um John Gibson, we kind of just glazed over him like this was his first game back since being placed in COVID protocol. He had a solid game. And I was actually pleasantly surprised about that because normally it's I, I know obviously COVID protocol is not, you know, an injury or anything like yeah. that. But when he's he's had a couple days off um due to, you know, not just taking a break kind of thing, right? Is when he kind of has a rough game to start and then he's yeah. back on track. Mm-hmm. Um but he was just audit this game like right from the get-go and it was fantastic this is this is the john gibson we 
knowing love 100% was in this yeah. game tonight. So and, exactly. and gave the Ducks a chance, right? So yeah, and that's and that wasn't for that one. He yeah, and that wasn't game, for a lack so. of trying either on the offensive side as well, right? Like again, mm-hmm. the shot the Colorado Avalanche, even if not all of them are high danger chances, right? It's mm-hmm. it's good to get a puck in on uh, you know, their backup, right? Francois um was playing tonight. So mm-hmm. not to say that he's not a good goaltender or anything like that. He obviously is, but yeah, um, he shut us never, up twice. Ne- so yeah, you never know what can happen. Right. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like it was a really good solid goalie battle, I thought. And like we had really good chances on Francois as well. But um, yeah, I think it, unfortunately, unfortunately it just came down to puck luck in this one. So yeah, yeah, kind of sucks, but Gibson deserved better. Um, I have him on my one fantasy team, and I would have liked the win, but can't be mad about one goal against either. So, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Okay, back to broadcasters. What, what did you want to say about that? Um, another person. Okay, this is a total personal thing. I know I'm not the only one who thinks this, though, especially up in Southern Alberta. Um, oh, I know exactly. The only other broadcaster I'm not crazy on. She was a great hockey player, and I love her during the intermissions, honestly. But mm-hmm. Cassie uh, Cassie Campbell Pascal, mm-hmm. I'm just not a fan of her as the color commentator on games. That's just a personal thing. She yeah. kind of goes off on like like we have story time, but she's doing it in the middle of a game and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and like constantly as col- like as the play by play cut her off because you know the game's going on it's, and stuff it's like play by play. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, uh, but reminds me a lot of. Uh, Pierre Maguire on uh, on NBC when he's just talking, and then some of the Thank comments he says, like, "That guy is gone." Can you shut the fuck? He up? would have been the, the top of the list if he if yeah. not for working in uh, uh, Ottawa's front office now. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, that's a guy I'm so glad is off TV, as well as Mike yeah. Milbury. Both those guys. Oh just, yeah, he's another one too. There's there's like you know dinosaurs where they just feel a little out of touch, and there's those guys that were just. Oh, it just was bad every time they were on TV. It was just bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and there's like there's some like iconic calls too by like um, guys like Doc Emmerich. Um, yeah, the, 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 like and just getting like, ruined by Pierre so Yeah, exactly. It's like look at the energy, and then like Doc just like is quiet, and he just like lets the moment be. And you're like, oh, this is perfect. And then Pierre Maguire chimes in, and then he says something fucking stupid. I'm like, was oh it? God. I think it was 2018. Or seventeen, maybe. Um, but you had Crosby and Ovechkin going at each other from the benches, mm-hmm. and Pierre's in the middle of it. Like the microphone's there, you would be able to listen to this thing where, you know, it's two guys that are very passionate about the game and that and aren't mm-hmm. normally at each other like this. Yeah, and he's just talking over it. That's the one time where you're just like, dude. Like that's where you gotta like you gotta be like doc in that situation, or even you know like the director in the NBC mm. uh, like trailer at that point. Being Pierre, shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude, if like, I was, you're talking over history yeah. right now. If if I was doc, I would be like, there are two legends on either side of you that are talking, and people want to hear them, not whatever the fuck you have to say. Yeah, shut and up. and yeah, and doc's like, and this legend is telling you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> You have three legends. Go shove another right corn dog yeah. so far down your throat oh, that you God. can't speak, oh. please. <laughs> that image gives me chills. Every time You're I welcome. talk about Pierre Maguire, that image just pops into my mind. Oh, You're welcome. Oh. Should have named this episode. If I had known this, I would have named the episode Why We Hate Pierre Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's I feel like we've talked right? about that almost as long as we've talked about the game. So <laughs> That's, cl- that's clickbaity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um 
Okay. Um, oh, the other note I had here was uh, I, I, I like Kadri as a hockey player. He's one of those guys where I'm like, you can't deny the skill. I would love to have him on my team. But every time like a team I'm – honestly, anytime any of the other 31 NHL teams are playing against the Colorado Avalanche, I'm like, oh, my God, Kadri, can you get the fuck out of here? Even if it's like Calgary against the Avalanche. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay, Kadri, can you just like leave these guys alone for like a second? Yeah. At the end of the game, I feel that <laughs> when he thinks that he can make Getzlaff, you know, oh, he's only played like what eleven hundred games, almost eleven hundred games in his career. No, it was like points. I think it was like thirteen something now. Thir- whatever, yeah. Is, is that, that, oh no, number. sorry, that might have been points. No, 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 because he just hit a thousand points this. Season. Yeah. Oh no. What were they talking about? They were talking about it earlier, though. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. Legend in the, yeah. in this league in the game, Ryan Getzlaff, and you think that you can make the ref in the last two minutes of the game call a high sticking penalty on Angel Saint, <laughs> Los, LA, Los Angeles Angel Ryan Getzlaff, <laughs> just by grabbing his stick. Well, first of all, what has to go through your head to grab somebody else's stick and be like, "This, I'm going to make him hit me in the face and then hit yourself <laughs> in the face and be like, oh, God. I, I don't understand that. It was hilarious to watch, especially because there was no penalty on the play. Like, he just yeah. basically willingly, like, <laughs> hit himself in the face with Getzlaff's stick. Like, if I was Getzlaff, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> That's penalty enough. There you go. Yeah, I just don't understand Kadri's like, thinking most times. Like... Yeah, the, I don't, especially I don't understand like his, his playoff. Um, I'm getting riled, and it's very hard to try and stay quiet here. But like, I don't understand. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, we're this close too. to getting a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Allie. Anaheim Angels, um, not LA Angels. As soon as I said it, I was like, I'm an idiot. Jeez, you outsider. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I didn't necessarily you know, correct you either. But. Yeah, it's okay. I, I, I don't really watch basketball anyways, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I know, okay, I know. <laughs> I don't know why that one caught me off guard, but it did. <laughs> uh, this is... All right, this prop, is the, the quack report after dark, everybody. This is what happens yeah. after our bedtime. I don't have yeah. my labels on anymore, so it's really just, you know, shot in the dark <laughs> on what key this is going to be. Yeah, but... Oh, man. <laughs> That's going to be a clip. I, I, I've got to yeah. remember that timestamp. Anyways. What, what oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> like in the playoffs too, like some of the dumb shit he did when he was in Toronto, I was like, "Can you just?" Like, I mean, that's the reason they traded him. Like, yeah, exactly. They're like, yeah, you're it's like your 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 antics were enough to get you traded out of Toronto yeah. because you're a playoff liability at this point. Like, and then like he's still doing. Then again, shit the like Toronto this. Maple Leafs are just a playoff liability, but <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> They lost tonight. Can, they know that we, now, we should, uh, though. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, shouldn't kick them when they're down. But um, Oh, yeah, right. Ryan Reeves scored two goals on them. Yeah. They were up 3-1, and then Ryan... Oh, no, they were up 3... No, 2 nothing. Ryan Reeves yeah. was like, how about another one? And then it was like 3-1 <laughs> or something, and then he was like, how about I score my second goal of the season? 
or career. I'm not even really yeah, sure. Yeah, the, the first time he's ever scored two goals in a game. Actually, that's funny. Yeah, that's why it was such a big deal. And it's like, I think it was like in the first period, or just like there was still time that he could complete a hat trick. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, yeah, I would have loved to see that, especially against Toronto too. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there's this comment from Ali though. Imagine Kadri and Zegris though. I think they would be great together. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Kadri is an example of like he's a guy that you hate until he's on your own team, right? Exactly. And, and I'll yeah. be the, like, I'll I'll say that I'm not a crazy Kadri fan um, by any means, but I I even still voted for him for the All Star uh, last man in yeah, thing, he, right? Like he, he deserves it. Yeah, him, he so. he deserves it absolutely. So um, like he is a he is a good player. He's just. And he, he has toned down the antics as well, right? So he's he's more likable for his on-ice stuff and stuff like that at this point, too. Um, from what I've seen, he's a great guy off the ice and stuff like that. Yeah, It's, yeah, it's nice. the same thing it's with just, my feelings towards Brad Marchand. I hate him on the ice unless he's wearing a maple leaf on his chest, being a, a, red like a Canadian, leaf. a red maple leaf, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like and off ice, he's he's great as well. But like on ice, otherwise, if he's wearing a spoked B, I hate his guts. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it's one of those guys that there's just like some of the things that cross their mind, like the non hockey things or like non traditional hockey things. But it's like what like Brad Marchand and his licking Kadri high sticking himself in the face. I want to see more clips of that. It's probably not the first time he's tried that. So could you imagine if Marchand did the licking thing now? Like oh, yeah. with with COVID and everything like that? It's, dude, he would be suspended for the Forty games. Mind Easily. you, that should have Easily. been a suspension originally. Yeah, not a, not a forty game suspension, maybe a couple games. But if he yeah. did it now, easy forty games. If not, yeah, the exactly. Season. So yeah, yeah. Um, so okay. Well, <laughs> I think we need to rein things back in. Just a just a sneak yeah. here. So <laughs> to do that, let's uh, let's give ourselves a couple minutes and uh, take a quick break with our friends over at Dra- Nate. Where's the DraftKings? Uh, oh, it's at the bottom. I just didn't oh, pull it up. Okay. <laughs> Nate, where the fuck? <laughs> I got it right here. Okay. We'll be back in a second, Beeps. Ladies and gentlemen, we are on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on all of the action of the divisional round. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win $280 in free bets if your team wins. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, let's uh, get into some news here. So uh, the NHL obviously has taken the uh, 
um, original Olympic break and turned it into just more regular season games, taking all the postponed ones, as everybody expected. But now we officially have dates, which is good, considering that's just a couple weeks away now. Um, so Ducks, very lucky that they didn't have too many games postponed. Um, they've got five games that were rescheduled, four of them um, were, you know, previous games from over the Christmas break that got postponed. Um, the other one is one from actually March, uh, March 25th that they like bumped up. Yeah. Yeah. Like this March <clears throat> that hasn't happened yet um, against Seattle. Uh, yeah. Against Seattle. Um, so that's versus Seattle. Uh, my guess is that they had other games postponed. Seattle did. And then they were like, well, if they're going down to, LA and San Jose, they might as well play Anaheim. So let's just like bump that up. That's my guess. I don't know. I didn't look at the schedule. I don't know. If I think it case, was um, that they were supposed to have like a Calgary Edmonton swing as well, like just before Christmas, I think. Um, Seattle was? So I, yeah. So I think they're kind of making it another swing to go with that because I think that's around, yeah, I think the 13th Seattle's in Calgary, if I'm not mistaken. So 13th? Um, yeah. Like Seattle's in Calgary. So they just, kind of bumped this game up so it's just kind of like one road trip for them well no this game is in uh anaheim yeah so Ana- so anaheim then go up to alberta i mean like it's seattle on the road it's it's versus seattle so that's is that not seattle in anaheim yeah sorry okay i'm confused <laughs> seattle, is on, okay. seattle would be on a road trip Oh, Seattle's be on in Anaheim, yes. then they go up to, to Alberta. That seems exhausting. It's in not my opinion. Too, too far. But yeah. Anaheim um, to Calgary? It's not crazy far. Dude, that's like like three quarters of the continent. I think that's I, pretty I think far. it's like a four hour flight. I mean, if I'm not mistaken. Still four hours. I don't know. In my opinion. Something Anyways. like that. Anyway. What are we looking at here? Seattle's <laughs> schedule. This is, okay, on the eleventh. Oh no, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't. Know. I have no, no <laughs> idea. <laughs> I I think it's something to do with that. So. Seattle is, um, Seattle's in, at home to Arizona on the ninth, and then at home to Toronto on the fourteenth, with nothing in between. So I don't know. This just hasn't been put in maybe yet. So nope, it is. Oh weird. Yep. Okay. I don't. Anyways, it's uh. I'll get <laughs> <laughs> it's a game that got moved around. Yeah. We evidently have no idea why. If anybody's like, you guys are idiots, as usual, <laughs> this is why. Please let us know. Um, so yeah, that game moved up. Um, then our trip up to Canada um was added in here for 16th in Calgary, 17th at Edmonton. So back to back like it was supposed to be. Um, yeah. and then uh Vancouver on the Saturday. So three three pretty tough games in uh four days there for the middle of uh february february thank you <laughs> i was looking at the word and i was like it is what late is, what does feb stand for yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean vancouver's kind of on the downswing a little bit so it shouldn't be too bad but yeah and then see. we're back home on the 22nd to play san jose mm-hmm. yeah yeah so we still got a a good break in there um i, mm-hmm. I did want to pull up the schedule that's originally what i was doing just to have a visual so yeah we played detroit on the th- 31st and then we're off until that game against seattle so 10 days off um other team well obviously there's the uh, all-star break in there as well on the 
uh, on the weekend. Um, yeah. But other teams have games going on around that as well. Some of the ones that lost quite a few more games. So um, still lots of hockey to watch, just not Ducks hockey. And then, um, yeah, Seattle, four days off. Calgary, Edmonton, day off. Vancouver, two days. San Jose, two days. LA, and then that's back into the normal schedule. There, there you so. go. Yeah, that works. So, yeah, not too bad. It's better than having it kind of just all over the place. I think just the one big break yeah. in there is probably preferable. So Yeah, and just more beneficial all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's really all I have to say about that, yeah. I guess. Um, on to the All-Star game now. So the last man in vote closed on Monday. Troy Terry was obviously voted in because... Who else would it possibly be? Wait for it. Bless you. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Sorry, I just have this like shitty tiny little keyboard that I have to click on the buttons (laughs) in front of me. So that's why it takes so long. But yeah, Troy Terry, the all-star as like he should be. It's awesome. So we we whined about that for 20 minutes last time. The (laughs) NHL heard us and gave us Troy Terry. Well, uh, the fans, I guess heard us and gave us Troy yeah. Terry as an all-star so that's awesome I, I love uh it. there was also um you know the clip of Troy Terry like saying thank you and everything like that for voting him in and um you know I I believe like the the franchise and the players are very aware that Anaheim is a relative small market right as in like you know you have LA literally just kind of attached um and san jose for like the canadian or the not canadian california teams right um so just the awareness though that it's not just anaheim ducks fans that are voting that voted troy terry in right the awareness of mm-hmm. other people thought i should be here so thank you very much so which obviously again deservedly so and I'm not, that's not duck bias at all right like the guy mm-hmm. uh 22 goals on the season right like that's awesome so yeah, exactly. Like, I think he's out of all the people that they had on the last man in vote for the Pacific. I, I think, in in my opinion, again, trying to be unbiased, he was the most. He was the guy to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and, and I think really they got it right for everybody as well because Kadri was the other last man in. Stamkos um, got in, and then uh, who's the other one? Uh, it was Mika Zibanejad, but he's not able to go during okay. um, or for personal reasons. So Jake Gensel mm-hmm. for the of the Pittsburgh Penguins right. is gotcha. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's that was my entire ballot. Honestly, was Terry Kadri, Stamkos, and Zibanejad. So really, yeah. I, everybody just agrees with me. Um, but yeah, like you said, Gensel actually was the other yeah. one. So. Um, yeah, you, you did you watch the video though of Dallas Eakins like announcing that to Terry and to the team as uh, well? I, I didn't actually. No. No. Okay, definitely go watch it because I, it's it's yes. another it's another example of seeing guys you know off the ice kind of thing, right? And uh-huh. this really shows, I think, uh, Dallas Eakins actually more than anything of just how great of a guy he is. How just how um, funny he is? Yeah. I yeah. know where you're going with this. I just haven't seen. But he also has a. He's also wearing a brilliant shirt in that I that it. I want so badly. But I know from the Anaheim store, shipping is so dramatic. So I may have to reach out to a friend in SoCal to get me one of these shirts. Actually, uh, that Ali's referring to here, the first appearance of the dude shirts. So what it is, uh, if you if you haven't seen here, actually, I'll, I'll see if I can yeah, pull yeah, it. Yeah, up you got to pull it up actually. here. Yeah, yeah. It, it's got to be easy to find. It's oh, it's so perfect. I want one too, so bad. So if you uh, if you do reach out to your SoCal friend, like get them to get two because I 100% yeah. want one. Well, we definitely need to get uh, 
get one of these. Okay, it's a picture from a knockoff website. Obviously, don't be no. shopping at these knockoff websites. No. Um, but uh, here, I think I got it here. Gotta just stop that share screen. Here we go. I got this figured out. There we go. And boom. Love it. It's just it's so great. So good. I want one of these so badly. So I will be reaching out to someone at some point mm-hmm. uh to get me one of these shirts. It's honestly, too good not to have. Honestly, I want a poster. Like not, yeah, not you, just you like, want this as a poster. Just like a little dinky poster, like that would be the size of it on the shirt. I want I'm talking like wall, like floor to ceiling. Yeah. Size poster. And I, I want to put it like in my regular background for uh for the video. <laughs> That'd be absolutely like, amazing. <laughs> fuck all the jerseys. I want I just want Trevor Zegris behind me all yeah. the time. <laughs> just his shocked face. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, his facial it's expressions are some of the best. I oh, it's it. so good. Yeah, uh, that, like, that's the guy that just is having mm-hmm. fun out there. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like when, yeah, when when they were talking about it on on the broadcast and just about him in general, because you know it, all the broadcasters and all the the media just have a hard on for Trevor Zegris because he's so good this season. Um, they were they, they showed the <laughs> yeah exactly they showed the clip of him on the the Halloween video just. You know, shat in his pants with Shattenkirk. So, <laughs> I, and man, that, that just just makes my day all the time. It's, it's yeah, beautiful. Um, speaking of the media and the NHL loving Trevor Zegris, as well as the All Star Game and Troy Terry and that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this is coming from Elliot Friedman's Thirty Two Thoughts blog uh, on Sportsnet.ca. Uh, point twenty one, uh, where he says one welcome change for this year's event that players not named to the game itself will be able to compete in the skills event, which I think I was talking about last time that I I want to see something like that happen, right? Mm -hmm. Or at least just have those players be a part of the festivities. Yeah. Um, So Elliot uh, Friedman uh, writes here, call it the Zegris rule. He's the type of confident, talented young player everyone rushes to promote, but circumstances lined up against him. Calgary wants Jacob Markstrom to rest, but he's been, and he's been battling injury. So the Pacific needed a goaltender to pair with Thatcher Demko, and John Gibson makes a lot of sense and is deserved as well. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah, I, I think um, honestly, it's a to- it would be a toss up between him and Markstrom, yeah. anyways. So uh, for last man in, the Ducks wanted a deserving Troy Terry nominated, uh, and that punted Zegers until the league uh, resuscitated the breakaway challenge. Which, thank you, fuck. That's my favorite. Yes. That was my favorite thing as a kid. I love that. I'm I can't excited. wait to see it again. I honestly didn't know they were bringing it back. That's perfect. This was this was my. Knowing of it, this was mm-hmm. this article. Uh, he'll be brought to Vegas uh, to compete in it. Uh, he continues, that's a great idea. Get your most talented players to the event. And even if they don't play in the game itself, you put them on television, kiss babies, whatever. Just have them there. Mm-hmm. You could do that with veterans too. An older star prefers not to play. Okay, but come, eat some lobster, talk to the media, play some craps, go home. Zegers could possibly end up as an injury replacement for the game if, itself as well if needed. Honestly, if somebody gets injured between now and the All Star Game, I think Zegers is the first guy you put in. Yeah, it has I, to. Be. I can't think of anybody else. Yeah. So, so because as as Jeff Merrick put it on the, uh, I think it was on the Jeff Merrick show. I get it sometimes because I listen to both the, the Merrick show and uh, uh, Thirty Two Thoughts that he's well. I get the show up sometimes. I believe he's on his own show though that he said, you know, like 
Trevor Zegris doing, you know, like the Zegris or the Dishigan, whatever you want to call it, did more for NHL marketing than any brain trust could figure out. Yeah, right. That, that was thirty-two so, thoughts. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, yeah. The, uh, he's true. He's not wrong. That, that's hundred percent true. So yeah. Um, I was like, I'm, say? I'm oh, kind yeah, of the, debating making one of my Ducks jerseys a Zegris one. Not gonna lie. You, you kind of have to. Like he's he's a big deal. So yeah. I also want to see though if he moves on from his rookie number, like the forty six. I want oh, to see if he goes true. to something else. So you don't want a but, rookie jersey of him? That's kind of rare. I mean, that'd be or, cool, be but yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. Or fuck it, you get both. You get the Zegras forty six when he changes his number. You get a new one. They get a new one. Yeah, when the yeah. Ducks get new jerseys, because hopefully the Samuelis fucking listen to me and the rest yeah, of the fans. <laughs> um, yeah. So for the breakaway challenge, because. Obviously, Zegris is going to do that because he's such oh, yeah. a character. Um, well, I guess everybody does it. As the creative so, guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's going to come up with something good, I think. Unless, do you think he just does the Michigan? No, I feel like that's as flashy as it is. That's not his thing. That's true. Right? You think he does the dish again? Like, get somebody out there with him, maybe? Like Sonny Milano, NHL three style, fucking no. You down bring, the he Zamboni brings, he brings doors. Terry with him. Brings Terry. Oh, I with guess. Him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love Terry, but does he have the hand eye for that? Better yet, John Gibson, just blocker it in. <laughs> <laughs> John Gibson with his like eight inch paddle on that stick, yeah, just exactly baseball swings. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> or does he do it? Or does he do the dish again against John Gibson with Troy Terry? <laughs> <laughs> It's like super mean to your own like goaltender. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while we're on the topic of this, do you have like from the breakaway challenge as it used to be, do you have like a favorite one that you can remember off the top of your head? Um, that's a good question. I, who did it? Um, I remember one, of one year, one guy brought a, or like had a mini stick shoved down his pants. That was Corey Perry. Up. That was Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, yeah, that that one kind of stands out in my mind. Um, I remember. I think it was. Um, was it Getzlaff that did like where he he took his kid and like? Oh no, that was Ovechkin, wasn't it? That like uh, he grabbed his kid and like scored with his kid. Or was it Brent Burns? Maybe it was Burns. Yeah, oh, yes, and, then, and then Claude Giroux picked up Johnny Gaudreau. That's who it was. I thought it was, I thought it was the other way. I thought Burns picked up Gaudreau and did it. but No, it was, it was, yeah, uh, it was the other way. Giroux, yeah. Mm-hmm. My also, favorite? Also, Kane's oh. look is just so iconic as well. Yeah, the Superman and, ones. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he always, like, went full out with, like, the get up, and I, I just yeah. remember that as well. I think my favorite one has to be uh, the Ovechkin one, where he's got, like, this, for lack of a better term, a sombrero with, like, a bunch of flags and dangly things off of it, mm-hmm. uh, a pair of sunglasses, and he takes Evgeny Malkin's stick with him, and he's, like, just passing back and forth to his to himself until he like just chucks Malkin's stick, winds up for a slap shot. Yeah, <laughs> that that one's I, probably one of my favorite ones. So 
I, I like but, the goalies in that one too. Um, they, cause they're just cause, having fun yeah, with it. Like there's, there's the classic where you turn around and you try and follow it along in the glass and stuff like when that. When Carrie Price made a save doing that. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> or they like, go like this. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think you can I think, see the, the weirdness of the goalies kind of. Yeah. Thing, so. I think my favorites for the goalies specifically was either, uh, Brian Elliott, when he was still in St. Louis, he pulls his phone out of his pants and he takes a selfie as he's, as whoever's oh, coming yeah. down on him. Yeah. Uh, either that one or um, Roberto Luongo and Corey Schneider uh, fighting for the crease. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so either one of those, yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Way better see, than like, see, the like, like shooting from the stands one. Like yeah, like we like we have memories of this, and it's it's a shame that it took the NHL this long to bring this event back. So mm-hmm. yeah, but um, a little bit more news here as well. Transitioning away from the All Star Game because we got a got a couple more weeks to talk about that. Still, we got to save that for the beginning of December when the Ducks have their ten day break. Yeah. Um, says here. This is all on you. I'm literally just going to read what you have in the outline. So okay. feel free to chime in <laughs> if you have anything to add. Uh, Ducks have officially begun interviews for their uh, vacant GM spot. This is from Pierre Lebrun, assuming on Twitter. Um, yes. Hearing that the Ducks began GM interviews last week with in-house candidates, Jeff Solomon, Dave Nonis, and Martin Madden, external candidates to be interviewed soon. Uh, also hear that Anaheim has not reached out at this point to the Tampa AGM, Matthew Darsh. Not yet, anyways. Um, I've actually heard um, as well, I can't remember where it was, that they were considering the Colorado uh, AGM as well. I forget Mm. his name. Um, Uh, I can't remember offhand either. I'll look it up here, and then you can add to whatever you're going to say. Or whatever you wanted to add to this. (laughs) Um, I'm blanking on the name right now, but there's one guy externally that I wanted to see. Why am I blanking on his name right now, though? This is not good for content. <laughs> nope, not at all. Uh, I can't remember right now. Oh, Chris McFarland was the AGM with Colorado. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I forget what else he's done. but um, Oh, he was with Columbus for a while. Um, yeah, that, that's really mm. the, the big name anyways. So. Um, but obviously, he's done some great work in Colorado as well. He was hired by them uh, in 2015, and they've been solid for the last six years. So whatever he's helping out with there is uh, obviously working. So it'd be great to have him in there and just kind of take this team to the next level because I think that's um, – he, he definitely had a hand in taking Colorado to the next level and look at where they are now. So oh yeah, exactly. Um, to have him in Anaheim would be fantastic, I think. Yeah, it absolutely so, would. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I know there was another one uh, as well. Um, I, I believe that they were in on the Canadiens. Mark um, Bergevin? You know, interviews. Oh, well, yeah, there, there's him as well, of course. Ooh. But um, yeah, when uh, obviously the Canadians just hired a GM. Uh, Kent Hughes was his name. But Oh, was, yeah. It, who are the other candidates? Because I feel like they would be the same for Anna. Um. Patrick Waugh was one of them. Oh, yeah. I he mean, would be interesting to bring into Anaheim, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be interesting. I think it'd be fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, Patty's I a competitive that. guy. I'd mm-hmm. actually be okay with that. Yeah. There, there you go. There's my pick, Patrick Waugh. If not Jeff, Jeff Solomon, honestly. Mm-hmm. 
Um, oh, Daniel Briere was the other one. In, uh, and that's who I was Montreal. thinking of. That's yeah. who I was thinking of. I just couldn't remember his name. Yeah, Danny Briere would be great to have as well. So he's been doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, those are kind of the, I, I guess, the bigger names anyways. Like, there, there's obviously tons of candidates as well. So um, yeah. there's a there's been talk as well about um, some of the teams that are looking, interviewing like some of the uh, former women's um, hockey players as well. Oh yeah, I think they would do a good job, and it would it would really help. I think for a young team like Anaheim, mm-hmm. I, I think getting like the different perspective. I, I don't even want to say fresh perspective, um, because obviously they've been in the league or around the league or around hockey for a while, so it's not necessarily fresh. But yeah, it, it's definitely different, which I think is good. Um, I, I think that would be really really awesome to have a. Um, yeah, really just anybody different. Somebody that's not like an old white dude. So yeah. that's not even that's not even just for like the sake <laughs> of diversity. It's like for the sake of, you know, building a team with like a slightly different vision. Like even to take, for example, Mark Bergevin, who yes, is an old white dude, but like his vision for the Canadians was just like so different. People were like, This isn't gonna work, like this obviously isn't working. And then he's like, No, no, give me more time. The owner gave him more time and they got to the Stanley Cup finals. Now they're fucked. Yeah. But <laughs> like Man, if like the fact that they were the underdogs barely squeaked in, and then this team, he was like, "This team is built for the playoffs." We just finally got in, and look at how far they went. It was, yeah. So, the idea of like a different perspective, I think, could be really beneficial, especially for uh, this young team. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of some of the some of the women as well that have been talked about. I think. I want to say Marie Philippe uh, Poulin was talked about for a little bit, but she's she only was, 30. Yeah. I don't think yeah, she's like done she's, just yet. No, no, no she's still with playing. Her, yeah, yeah with, with, like, with her hockey mm-hmm. career. I don't think she'll be done after yeah. these Olympics. But I know I heard well, her name. I don't think she's far around. off. I don't know. So I, I she's think only she's interested in it. She's only 30. Yeah. But I mean, she like, could play for, like, she could play at the next Olympics still at 34. Maybe. It's, it's right? up to if she wants to, though, right? And like it depends on like her physical <clears throat> health as well. So yeah, um, I don't know. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to have her not wear a Team Canada jersey anymore. No, I'm not ready neither. for it. I would. I would love for her to stick around. Yeah. But if she's and like, honestly, you know what? I yeah. I don't feel like playing anymore. I'd rather be a general manager or in like the hockey operations side of things. Then and she just wants to do one final Olympics. Then like all the power to her if she can do that. Yeah. And, but yeah, I, I think one day she'll make a great general manager. So. Yeah, and I think the only way as well that I, uh, y- you know, my thoughts on the Olympic jerseys for Canada this year. I'm not a yeah. crazy fan of them. I think the only way you have want me buying one of those uh, is if Canada goes and wins gold, and I'll get a Poulin jersey. So, oh yeah, yeah. Not even if they like just make the finals. Like it's only if they win gold. <sighs> you got to have a good memory on it. I oh, think so. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, well, that's uh, that's the news. We don't really have much more besides that uh, Kent Hughes is uh, is off the table now. He's been signed by the Canadiens. So Anaheim, uh, Mont- not Montreal, Chicago, and Vancouver still looking for GMs and Ducks making progress here. So oh, looking like they should be on track to uh, have somebody hired well in advance of the trade deadline. So hopefully we can... <clears throat> make some moves to uh, make a push in the playoffs since we're, we're still okay. That we're okay. That yeah. Yeah. Uh, after tonight's game, we are still sitting third in the Pacific division, actually. 
Nice. So that's good. Um, I can't change this to points percentage, though. That sucks. No, you gotta like do it in your head or go on the computer. It's like the one benefit that the yeah. NHL standings has over the app, or like the website has over the app. Yeah, I think points percentage. It's fourth or fifth, but I think we're fourth. Yeah. Yeah. So, not looking great, especially considering upcoming games. Um, but we will get to that in just a few seconds here. We're going to take a quick break and then we will talk about how things are not looking better. But again, just like every time we get to this ad in the rotation, it could be worse. What's up, everybody? This is Taylor and Brendan from Straight Up Sabres of the Hockey Podcast Network. Things are not going very well in Sabreland uh, this season or really for the past 10 years or so. However, we here at Straight Up Sabres are so excited to keep bringing you guys the latest Sabres news with everything ranging from interviews with some of your favorite Twitter follows all the way up to former players and everything in between. We have got you covered with your weekly coverage of the Buffalo Sabres. That's right. We got a lot coming up uh, through the rest of the season and into the offseason. Who's going to coach the team next year? Uh, is Kevin Adams going to have a new boss? Will he be a president of hockey operations? Will there be an assistant GM? Are they going to fill out their scouting staff? How many times will I cry next year? Maybe zero. I'm dead inside. Will Jack Eichel be here? Sam Reinhardt can I get extended? You know, all this and more on Straight Up Sabres. Exciting stuff. So make sure you're checking us out wherever you're listening to podcasts and following us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Straight Up Sabres and on Twitter at Straight Sabres. Uh, just before we move on to upcoming games here, I just wanted to shout out a new uh, name that I saw in the comments. Um, looking at or viewing us live on Twitch. So, um, Gonna butcher the username probably. Uh, him, him, I, him, him, I, him. Maybe yeah. saying hello. Hel- first, first of all, hello. Um, also asking, we talking NFL? Um, no. If you're here for football talk, we are here to disappoint you because we're talking NHL, <laughs> Anaheim Ducks. Um, we were talking basketball earlier though, so there, there's that. But <laughs> baseball um, <laughs> and baseball. So yeah. <laughs> no, baseball instead of basketball. Uh, I'm not that much of an idiot. Um, so we've just mentioned three of the four major sports, none of them football. So sorry to disappoint you, but we uh, we talk hockey all the time here. So if you're a hockey fan or, you know, sometimes we get into uh, Marvel, Star Wars, all the nerdy crap like that and music as well. So um, and whatever other tangents we go off on, like we're doing right about now and probably going to do in, again in five minutes in our yeah. random shit segment. So uh, <laughs> but first, upcoming games. Like I said, not getting any easier for Anaheim. <laughs> uh, on Friday, they will be in Tampa Bay. That game will be at 7 p.m. Pacific. Oh, no. Sorry. Tampa Bay is coming to us. We are receiving <laughs> Tampa Bay um, at 7 p.m. Pacific time. I mean, we had a good game against Colorado. I think we could put together a solid effort against Tampa. I, I, don't, I don't see why not. Anyways. Yeah, I don't see why not either. I think uh, it could be all right. So, and hopefully, we get some guys back as well, right? So, yeah, exactly. Um, sh- Terry should be close. Um, Fowler, I think, has the potential to come back Friday. I don't, I, I don't know. That would be like kind of the minimum. So, if it mm-hmm. takes a couple extra days, then, um, then yeah, we don't have Fowler. But yeah, um, and then Manson was placed on in COVID protocol recently. Was he not? Uh, I missed that yeah, bit, but I think it was just the other day. Yeah, I think yeah. we talked about it. Did we? Was yeah. it before our other episode? Okay, I think so. I must have <laughs> forgot about that, but yeah. Um, 
likely not back. But I mean, I, I thought our defense looked great. I think guys stepped up. Gooley had a fantastic game. We started going back to Colorado, but um, <laughs> yeah, I thought he was fine. So really, I think there's there's no reason why this team couldn't play just good shutdown defense to, against Tampa Bay. But if we can't score against Franzos and the Colorado defense, then we're definitely not scoring against Vasilevsky and the Tampa Bay Lightning defense. So yeah, I expect another <laughs> one or two nothing game maybe. Yeah, I I agree with that. Hopefully, that's the the hopeful for sure. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, although it depends on Tampa Bay schedule. Maybe <clears> they <throat> are playing Thursday, and then we get who's their backup this year? Uh, Brian oh, Elliott. Oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, oh no, isn't he out with like an injury? I thought it was Calvin Picard recently. Okay, I don't know about that now. Yeah. Um, oh no, they play San Jose on Saturday. So we're the first half of the back to back. So we're getting Vasilevsky, um, <clears throat> most likely. I, I would put yeah. money on that if uh, you're betting. So, um, yeah, I don't know what, I, I don't care to look up what their goalie status is. We're facing Vasilevsky, <laughs> but um, I know Calvin Picard was playing a few games there as well. So, yeah. Um, anything else you want to say about this, uh, this Tampa Bay game here, Nate? Let's just hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. Good old cross fingers and, and hope. So, yeah, I I agree. Um, yeah. Comment here from Ali as well. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't giving false info because um, I thought I heard this as well. Wondering how Adam Henrique is doing. Heard he was back skating recently. Yes, on Thursday he was. So um, still no timeline there on, or date for return but skating is obviously a good sign um mm-hmm. that, i think that means potential for soon this game yeah all right i guess well today's wednesday i'm all all <laughs> over the place so this was last thursday so yeah that's that's a week of yeah back skating so um not sure like what his contact situation is or anything like that um <sighs> excuse me i mean he'd obviously be, be a big help um against tampa bay um oh yeah especially absolutely. if troy terry's not back because as much as I was impressed with the Raquel gets Zegras line tonight, it it's it's not you know, not the same. Not no. the same. Yeah, it's not where <clears throat> it could be. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, moving on here to I guess some what's quacking. Unless you have anything else hockey related, I got nothing else. Okay. Speak now or forever hold your hockey thoughts. <laughs> So I'm going to preface this by saying if I wasn't dating my girlfriend right now, I would want to date Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. <laughs> so Not who I thought you were going to say. So. <laughs> who did you think I was going to say? I had no idea, but I didn't think Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> so this came out that uh, DiCaprio's ex-girlfriend, uh, Camila Marone, I'm hoping I'm saying that right because I have no idea who the hell this is, uh, details the, quote, worst date of my life. With the actor, with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. What? Sorry. What's her last name? Uh, Camila Marone. M O R R O N E. Ah. Uh, it says she, Camila Rebecca Marone Polak, is an American model and actress. She made her acting debut in the James Franco film Bukowski. She also participated in the films Death Wish and Never Going Back. 
both premiering at the Sundance Film Festival in January 2018. Okay, it's like an indie, indie actor. Yeah, okay. Mostly, yeah. I, I don't recognize any of these other things. Um, Not more that I model. know a lot yeah. of. Okay. More, more so a model, yeah. Um, okay. Wait. That makes sorry. sense why I don't know her name. <laughs> so, sorry, this is the ex-girlfriend of Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes. Like, we're, we're talking like the Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes. Like 50, 47-year-old, yes. sorry, Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes. Okay, because... <laughs> Camilla Mor- Morant Mor- Moron was sorry. How do you say her Moron? name? Moron. Moron? <laughs> I, I I can't believe I just said Moron, but uh, <laughs> she's she's our age. She's twenty four. Good for Leo. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And I mean, anyway, I mean, I would date, like you said, yeah. you would date Leo. I would date Leo. So yeah. no judgment. I'm just like, wow, that was not <laughs> what I was expecting. So sorry. Uh, Continue. So- would you would you like to hear about the worst date of her life with Leonardo I, DiCaprio? I would, yeah. He rented out a whole cinema, an entire theater, and made mm-hmm. me watch every single Star Wars movie while he ran around with his lightsaber pretending to fight bad guys. End quote. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That is that the worst so bad. date. And that is why I am putting myself out there. I, I'm sorry uh, to my girlfriend. You're going to have to accept that I'm also going to be late dating Leonardo DiCaprio. Now, uh, <laughs> when, first of all, all these Star Wars movies. Um, first, I'm not mad about that. I would, dude, if I had the theater to myself to watch Star Wars movies, like sick. That's, oh, yeah. Honestly, Probably like top five dates of my life. Um, not that that's like no no offense to my girlfriend, but honestly, that's, uh, <laughs> that's like that's up there for sure. Like I, she's never rented out a theater for me to watch all the Star Wars movies by myself. Or like, there was another thing I saw so, as well. So. Followed this that it was Jonah Hill talking about how he did like how DiCaprio did something similar with him, not as a date, but like they binged the Mandalorian, and I'm like, fuck yeah, that's sick. <laughs> So Hill wasn't saying it in a bad way, though. He was like, yeah, yeah he, he was did like, this with me, too. And he's like a fucking crazy Star Wars fan. Nice. Yeah, we so. hotbox the whole cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be fucking great. Yeah. So, um, uh, Leo. I, I, wait, I have, I, I have another question. Yeah. Sorry. So okay. he ran around with his lightsaber pretending to fight bad guys while these movies were playing. While these movies were going on. And no one told him to sit the fuck down. Uh, that's the problem with renting out the whole theater is no one's like, sit the fuck down and watch the movies. Yeah, so fun. no wonder it wasn't great because she was probably so distracted. Like, I just want to watch Star Wars. So, um, But that's not my question. My question is, um, was it he was running around with his lightsaber or he was running around with his lightsaber? Uh, as as far as it says here, it's just lightsaber, as in the, like there's no the like, to- like yeah, like a like a toy, like sword swinging it around. Okay, not like a no, not that kind of lightsaber. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. So Leo, if you're by chance listening to this, hit me up, baby. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> baby, take me out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's so that's what I got there. Is there anything else that you want to talk about in regards to Leonardo DiCaprio and his uh, his Star Wars dates? Um, uh, no, not in regards to that. No, but I, off the top of the episode, um, and, and this is probably the reason everyone's still sticking around is I promised dog photos. So, oh yes. Yeah. This Give us is, those uh, dog photos. Oopsies. This is my parents. <laughs> can you, I don't know if you can see this. Kind of see okay. it. Oh, easy to fluff ball. Yeah. She's, <laughs> yeah. she's so tiny. She likes feet. So she's just, uh, <laughs> she just hangs out by feet. This is a live, I think it's a live photo. I'll try and get my finger. Is it? Way, but. Yeah, so she's 
Oh, she's like so grooming cute. herself, and then also like grooming my foot as well. So, <laughs> um, so what's her name? What kind of dog is she? Uh, her name is Maddie. She is a golden doodle. Oh, um, so cool! This is her napping at the dinner table, uh, waiting for me to drop food. Oh, so she's adorable. She already knows I'm the messy one. Yeah, she's. she's very cute. <laughs> she has a lot of. You energy. are the messy one, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But she missed all the droppings because uh, she was sleeping. So there you go. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Very fun. So there, I paid the dog tax or the pet tax. You guys <laughs> you stuck go. around. You you made it till. Um, well, if you're in the Pacific time zone, uh, just after eleven. Um, if you're anywhere else, you made it a lot later. So congratulations. <laughs> that's your uh, that's your prize. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? We uh, or are we good? Can we, can, uh, can we I, I had I had one more thing here, but it's okay. I can save it for next time. It is a longer okay. thing. So okay. and Sounds my good. and honestly, at the end of the day, my voice is not really up to read that much. So, but okay. I promise I got something good for you guys uh, next time. So okay, Sounds good. Well, if you're upset that uh, that Nate is keeping you on the edge here and just teasing you with the, the what's quacking, you can tell them how upset you are at. Tate Namas, T A T E N H O M A S. Sorry, that's usually your job. I'm taking over. You might, you, you can just go to bed. Honestly, I got, it. I got it from here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can also follow the show at Quack Report Pod and the network at HockeyPodNet to stay up to date on uh, all the watchlongs that they've been doing. So, uh, and you can follow myself at Carter underscore Pots P O T T S underscore ninety seven. Well, where I tweet once a year, but it's. Uh, <laughs> You can do it. Anyways, thank you guys very much for tuning in and staying up late for us uh, for this episode. And we'll see you guys next time.